just you always have to remain humble. Never think that you have it figured out 100%. Always, always be digging and learning and trying to figure out even if a customer says you did great, find out what you could do better. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Greg Cantor of Murray Lampert Design Build Remodel. Greg, super excited to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me on. Nice to meet you face to face. Yes, absolutely. Face to face in today's world and excited to, to hear about all the awesome things that you've been working on. So, of course, before we do that, I wanted to read a little bit more about Greg so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Greg began working for Murray Lampert Design Build Remodel in 1977, learning all aspects of home from the ground up and around. From 1983 until 1990, 18, 1989, Greg worked for the company as a project manager and eventually grew into the role of head of production. In 1990, when Greg's grandfather, Murray Lampert, retired, he bought the business and took over as president CEO, running all day-to-day operations. And over the years, Greg has been responsible for managing the design, build of over 2,000 home remodeling and construction projects, including landscape, pools, outdoor living, and many, many more. He also has made many appearances on local news in San Diego, co-hosted shows on ABC TV, iHeartRadio, as well as being quoted in national publications, educating consumers on architecture, interior design, home improvement, and construction. And of course, he's been featured as well on CEO Blog Nation. So Greg, appreciate you taking time out. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. And thanks for that great introduction. Yes. Reading the introduction is the easy work. The hard work is doing all that (laughs) stuff that you've been doing. So appreciate you for doing it as well, too. Um, I I wanted to kind of kick everything off um, by rewinding the clock. I know we touched on a little bit when I read your bio, but I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started. Okay. Do you want me to just hit it? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's go into it. So to start out, I was always um, very mechanically inclined and I used to take things apart when I was a kid and fix things and everybody kind of turned to me to fix their appliances and things like that. So I I liked that part of it. And I I also liked architecture, but decided that I didn't really want to go to the track of getting an architecture degree. So, um, you know, I was actually in the automotive side of things in a family business and I was going to college and working part-time. And then one day I decided to go to my grandfather and see if I could work part-time for him and kind of earn my way up in the organization. And he was very reluctant at first, but he finally said yes. And I said, you know, I'll work for free until you decide that I I have value. And one thing led to another, like within a couple months, I was um, handling projects on my own. And that's kind of the start of my career in design and construction. Nice. And I love kind of hearing the, 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 I guess, the seeds that were planted very early on and as being somebody who always was looking to kind of, you know, take those things apart and then fix them. Because I think part of being a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, all these kind of, you know, higher level type, you know, positions, a lot of times things come broken and you have to do that in right. many different ways, I imagine. 
Well, and even as a CEO, I'm still not afraid to go out on a job site, push a broom, do whatever it takes to finish a job or help our team out. So I'm not, it's not beneath me to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And especially as you're, you're starting to tell, you know, you mentioned in your story and your journey, I think that's one of the kind of beautiful things about hearing that is because we don't hear often that journey. We don't hear how you got started, how you started working and, and kind of right. violence, for lack of a better, better term, volunteering your time and how you learned, I imagine, all the aspects of the business to help you, you know, do things, but also be able to understand what needs to be done. Exactly. And I mean, I started from the nuts and bolts side. And then eventually I just had to learn the business and marketing side kind of on the fly. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, when you're making, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I guess, do you feel like when you are trying to make certain strategic decisions, whether it be around a specific project or marketing or finance or all those different aspects, by having that experience, do you feel like that has gave you somewhat of a leg up? It does. And I mean, it keeps me grounded and, you know, I, I'm just really all about the team. And even though, you know, I'm running the company, I don't shut myself inside an office behind my desk. I mean, I'm out, I'm walking in the, walking the floor, going to job sites and still very actively involved with customers. And, and I think that accessibility is absolutely huge when you're able to, you know, have that vision and have that mission, but still be able to, to be accessible to, you know, see how things are going, be there. You kind of feel like you're not just doing a job, I guess, somebody, somebody working on right. the team, but you feel like you're dialed in with the person. With my team and with my customers. And I don't micromanage, but, you know, I want to be accessible and there's certain connections that I have that, you know, I'm the go-to person, that, you know, that, that makes it happen. Absolutely love that. And, and again, loving to hear that uh, progression. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're serving your clients. Can you take us through some of the services and, and ways that you're, you're making that impact for your clients? Yes. And I like to describe us as we're like an architecture interior design firm that does remodeling and construction. So we're full service. We have an architect on staff and architectural designers, as well as interior designers, project managers. So Someone comes to us and typically it's, it's couples or um, yeah, mostly couples and families. We, we handle everything and we, may, we take the stress out of the whole thing by people don't have to worry about going to a separate architect, going to a structural engineer, getting an interior designer, then going out to bid. We handle everything all under one roof. Nice. That's absolutely huge. And, and and I think we were, you know, joking a little bit about the weather before you're in the San Diego, you know, California right. area. Is that the area that you serve or how, how far out do you go? We're San Diego County only. And we've yeah. actually shrunk our geographics a little bit because it's a very busy time and we want to serve our customers and be able to get to job sites quickly. There is traffic. And so even in our geographics, sometimes we have to contend with that, but and that was a decision we made for now is that, I mean, we don't take every job. We we want just like a consumer comes to us, they're looking for the right builder. We're also looking for the right customer. Yeah, absolutely. It's not about being in that ivory tower. It's about integrating and, and connecting and talking with people so you can see at the end of the day how you can provide that. A better solution. So would you consider that to be what I like to call the, the secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to kind of, um, I guess, integrate all of those aspects and be so you know connected with your clients, trade partners, customers, and everything in between? I think that's part of the secret sauce. Um, 
but also the culture too is our secret sauce that is hard. You know, you can't duplicate the culture, really the people and the people here are friends with each other. I mean, they have bowling night last night was bowling night actually. And so, um, you know, it's, it's just a great feeling. And, um, I have to also give a lot of credit to my daughter, who's the fourth generation. She's helped us, you know, build our team, um, to another level, um, with more diversity, um, some youth, some new ideas. And, and it's really, really, um, like it's just blossoming right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and I almost wonder, you know, especially in, in being able to kind of, you know, have that familiar atmosphere, it sounds like you have and being able to kind of go to bowling and do, you know, exciting things. Also, that diversity as far as like age and in many different ways, I imagine right. that it provides unique ways to kind of solve, you know, problems as well, which I think a lot of people kind of gloss over. It does. I mean, because I mean, we have a very wide range of ages. We're probably about, I just counted the other day, we're about half female and half male. Um, And like I said, the age spread is wide. So there's things, there's experiences that I have that I can bring to the table, but then there's new ideas that, you know, the millennials bring to the table. Yeah. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So I've been doing a lot of reading and um, and I would say one of the biggest game changers in the last year is we read, our leadership team read Traction, the book Traction, and we are implementing all those strategies right now it, until about a year ago, we didn't even have a leadership team. So that has just made a huge positive impact on our company. The other book um, that I read actually twice is Good to Great. And it just makes you kind of like look through your optics are different. And you look at people and you figure out who's in the right seat and who's not. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So absolutely love, you know, each of those hacks. And and so I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice, uh, but it's something I like to say, if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. On the marketing side, not to pitch, to educate and inform and not, I mean, too many businesses um, make the mistake of Either they don't have marketing experience, but they they try, or somebody, an agency gives them, you know, a pitch that it doesn't really work. It takes the personality. And that's another thing. Website. Make a website personal. I go, I always look at sites that have no personality. You don't know who the principal is. Often there's no staff or anything on it. And and I look at it from the other side of a consumer that's shopping for service or good or whatever, they want to have that feeling that they know who they're working with. And so I think the personalization, and and that's something that it took me time to get, but I do a lot of writing and um, commentary, and I do it in a way where it's not salesy, factual. and, And I think that really resonates with people and it builds that trust for up and coming businesses. Another thing I would say is keep your humility. I mean, that is, to me, a mistake that so many 
people and companies make is they get too arrogant and too, you know, like I said, too big for their britches. Just you always have to remain humble. Never think that you have it figured out 100%. Always, always be digging and learning and trying to figure out even if a customer says you did great, find out what you could do better. Yeah. Absolutely. There's always, you know, another level and always more that we can do. But a lot of times by having those questions and being open to listening to those things as well, too, that's where, you know, truly great growth and innovation and, and, and um, progression happens. So absolutely, absolutely. appreciate that. So the good, um, the bad and the ugly, I say. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Be open to it because that's the best yeah. way to improve that, that feedback. So um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Greg, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's just, it's a very rewarding experience. Um, leading a team, um, being side by side with my daughter in a legacy business. And my wife also works in the business. Um, just, just what the feeling that I get being in the community, um, and being able to keep our staff employed during COVID and grow double the size we were before COVID, um, that's super rewarding. Um, and just having repeat customers and people said that, say, tell us that someone, we did a job for somebody and they recommended us, um, those kind of things. That's what it's all about. Well, and I have to add that, I mean, you probably know this, but family business have a high failure rate, very high failure rate. And the advantage that I have that I greatly appreciate is I, I went through trying to stake my claim and earn my keep and eventually buy the company from my grandfather, but it wasn't easy. And that relationship was, was not the greatest. And he was, he was very, he put up a lot of barriers and I can understand because he was getting older and he was trying to keep his place, you know, but I learned a lot from that. And so I will not do that with my daughter. I've, I've given her a lot of um, freedom to help us grow. And, and, and she'll sometimes steer me down another street. And I know that I'm not going to get my butt hurt over it. And I know, I know my place and I'm not, I don't feel excluded or um, slighted or like I'm getting pushed out. Greg, truly appreciate that. I appreciate you um, for taking Thank you. time out today. Uh, what I want to great do now, time. Absolutely. What I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things you, your family and your team are working on. What I didn't do that everyone should do is read or listen to books on tape and continue to like build your knowledge. And, and that's, I'm working really hard to keep, keep it going, you know, learn something every day. But um, the way we can be reached is our website is murraylampert.com. Um, we are all over with commentary. So if you Google Murray Lampert or Google Greg Cantor, you'll find all kinds of information about remodeling tips and from design to construction. Um, so yeah, that's it. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Greg, truly appreciate you again, my friend. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you and all the awesome things. I love that last, you know, nugget. I'm going to call it a mountain because you provided so many nuggets and mountains of, of information that we can kind of, you know, learn to, to get better, but always sharpening the saw and, and making sure that yes. we are listening to podcasts. Um, we are listening, reading books, doing all those things, but also having people around us that we're willing to listen to allows us to reach that ultimate Absolutely. level. So thank you so much in taking the lead, of course, your time today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.